Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I did not grow up in a tradition that had any kind of prophetic word and so I feel like I've been on this learning curve for the last few years. So it was helpful to even know that there is a difference between say a prophetic presbytery word where somebody has gone and you know, maybe walks through a process for somewhere between 20 minutes and an hour, just really praying through um, what the Lord is speaking to a person. But then there's also what would be more my speed, (laughs) where I will say, Lord, what word do you have for this person? And usually when I mean that, I'm looking for a specific scrap of scripture that comes to mind. And those are usually going to be used as 2 Corinthians, no, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 14 says that they're used for comfort, exhortation, and encouragement. Just like things to help buoy you up in the midst of your walk with God. So I was talking to one of my friends and she has started attending a church that has more prophetic words or declarations. And she said, you know, my daughter hasn't had many words, let's say four or five in the course of her life. She's still a young lady, Uh, but all of them have talked about how she has a voice and that she's a leader and, and kind of like, so how do I facilitate this? How do I move this forward? And knowing a little bit about this young lady, I thought, well, and I didn't just think about it, but like, this was the conversation that we had. Like clearly by personality, these things are both very true. She has a voice and she uses her voice. She's a leader. And so that doesn't necessarily though mean like the only direction for her life is to become the next or like not the next, but at some future date, the speaker of the house there or the president or something. There is a lot of options for women to be able to use their voice and be a leader in a whole range of different circumstances. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like if you want to be a lawyer, that's a fine choice. But then recognize that probably a desire to be a homeschool mom is not going to allow you to make partner by 40 or maybe ever. I mean, that's, (laughs) that's just a reality. But you could also be a leader of your local homeschool co-op. You could be a leader in your local church as a worship leader. There's so many different ways. So it isn't so much like you have only one trajectory and you're all like everybody who's been told that they're going to be a leader and have a voice and be a person of influence is now heading in this particular direction. Because in truth, I suspect that just like most women have been told at some point for such a time as this. And that's both, uh, that's a very beautiful word because it demonstrates a level of specificity. Like you have been put in a specific place at a specific time. But I think the challenge with a word like that is in truth, there was only one Esther in all of the Jewish people. And throughout history, there was only that one Esther. And so if we try to overlay Esther's story on our own, I feel like it has the potential to make what the Lord is doing feel almost diminished if it's not an Esther story in terms of scale or magnitude or grandeur. 
And it could be that I'm just projecting and this is my own (laughs) issue being competitive and whatever else. But the point that I'm trying to make is the prophetic word is there truly to encourage, comfort, and exhort. It isn't necessarily there to set the direction for your life. And so if in the modern day you came away and somehow the prophetic word had given you the idea like apparently the only job that I can do is to be a stagecoach driver. I mean, that would, maybe you live near a theme park and that would be appropriate, but most likely that's just not going to be a good prophetic word. <laughs> that's a little bit too far afield. And so instead, ideally what we're looking for is something that it just either confirms what you already know and is a way of, I guess, encouraging you or spurring you on to keep moving in that good direction. It might be something in your circumstance that the Lord is like, don't worry and don't panic. I'm here. I've got this under control. It's going to be okay. And it might also be something that is not yet realized in your life. But when you read it, you think, that is like, that just leapt in my spirit. I have a sense of like, I hadn't thought about that as a future possibility, but I like it and I'm ready for it. So if somebody were to try to tell me about being a stagecoach driver, I'd be like, first of all, I'm super impatient. So being a glorified bus driver is not going to work for me. I don't like horses. I don't like bumps. Like, no, this is not a good option. But there are plenty of other (laughs) possible things that could leap in my spirit. So yeah, yeah, Lord, I just am asking that as, as a community of faith, We recognize that you say that through the Apostle Paul, that we should earnestly desire the spiritual gifts and that we should really desire ones like prophecy. (laughs) And so, Lord, I, I don't know that that's something that I would even have thought to ask for in the past, but I recognize that it is a gift. And so I pray, Lord, that we would hold your gifts with open hands and that we would receive them and that we would share them. Lord, that you would teach us how to wield them wisely and well. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Amen.